Upwork has the world's largest network of independent professionals. So if you need a UI designer, hey guys, Kevin, a full stack developer, this is Madeline, or a whole team of designers and developers working together, hey, you've got the full team here. Uh, myself, Rachel, Adam, and Stephanie. Hey, hey everyone. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Upwork has agencies too, available for six weeks or six months. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. The FT. It's mid-morning on Thursday, and I'm sitting hunched in the reception area of my own office building. I'm trying not to attract attention as I'm engaged in espionage. I'm spying on people as they come in and out. Receptionists, I've often thought, are an underused resource. They witness the behaviour of people at moments when they think they're unobserved, and can therefore spot the rude and the nasty, as well as the jolly good sort, faster and more accurately than the rest of us. I've never understood why these impressions are not widely used in hiring, in promotion, or in anything where character plays a part. But last week I heard of a property company in Mayfair that deploys its receptionist in just this way. The chief executive has developed a system where the woman at the front desk, who's worked with him for years, greets guests, offers refreshments, and then, the minute the visitor has stepped into the lift to meet the boss, fires off an email reporting that Mr X did not say thank you when offered coffee, Mr Y didn't meet her eye, or, rudest of all, that Mr Z arrived talking loudly into his phone and barely broke off to give his name. In property, where a deal can still be clinched on a handshake, such espionage ought to be particularly valuable. There's no scientific evidence that it works, though the company in question appears to be doing very nicely indeed. So I sit in the Financial Times reception and wait. Most of the people who go in and out are colleagues, half of whom greet the receptionist as they pass, while the rest do not. I note the greeters are the same people whom I found on long acquaintance to be generally civilised. Those who march in silence past the desk are a more mixed group, made up of introverts, members of the awkward squad, and the odd, nasty piece of work. I'm not the first to see this reception test as a good way of sorting out corporate sheep from goats. The senior partner of a city law firm used to make prospective partners mime how they came into the office in the morning, and those whose routine did not include a friendly good morning to the receptionist were either turned down for partner or were told they would have to learn better manners. Of the visitors who arrive at my office, many could do with such a lesson. One man, when asked to spell his last name, rattles off the letters with contempt, his eyes fixed on a point three feet above the receptionist's head. Imperious, I think. Hierarchical. Another guest peers around to see what the receptionist is typing to ensure the spelling of her name is correct. Control freak, I conclude. A third man comes in, coldly gives his name and saunters over to sit down, taking off his coat to show how at home he feels. Entitled, I decide. When the person he's seeing greets him, he leaps up, all warmth and charm. I've got his number. He's political. An operator. After a while, patterns start to emerge. On being told to take a seat, the relaxed do as they're told, 
while the anxious stand, some uncomfortably close to the desk, or worse, pace up and down the marble floor in clippy heels. The super-anxious cannot wait more than two minutes without returning to the desk to ask if the receptionist has forgotten to announce their presence. The security pass also offers a test of personality. When handed the oblong plastic card on a string, the obedient hang it round their necks, while rebels stuff it in a pocket. When it comes to using it to operate the electronic barrier, there is an inverse relationship between seniority and effectiveness. Many of the most important people fail to follow the advice on where to put the card, high marks go to those who laugh off incompetence, lower marks to those who fly into a rage and glare at the receptionists as if it were all their fault. The final test is when the meeting is over and the guest is on the way out. Most people hand the pass back and say goodbye, but a rude few sling it across at the receptionist without a word. The terminally scatty leave the building with the passes still in their pockets. I ask our security guards if they think they can tell a lot from the people in the building from how they enter and leave it. They all say they can. One tells me that he's had some training in character analysis. He used to work up the road at the magistrate's court. Defendants would turn up at reception in gangs, scowling and fighting, sometimes with knives hidden in their pockets, only to turn meek and demure once brought in front of a magistrate. Who was guilty and who was not was pretty clear, he said. The law may prevent such details being used in court, but there's nothing in any corporate code that says rudeness and impatience in the reception area can't be taken down in evidence and used against us. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Upwork has the world's largest network of independent professionals. So if you need a go-to designer, a video editor, or a social media specialist for six days or six months, Upwork is how. And it's basically like they're right here in your office. Except they're not here here, so they can't hear Greg's remarkably loud typing. Hey, buddy! I take it back. You can hear that from anywhere. And Upwork professionals are proven, rated, and reviewed. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. Upwork is how. 